Hi, I'm Carolyn. And I'm Erin. And we are the two bearded ladies. It is February 9th, which is my little sister's birthday. Happy birthday to your little sister. And it's our 29th podcast. 29th podcast. Woo! Woo! Uh, we have a... I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll save it for 30. There you go. Special 30th podcast song coming your way. <laughs> It wouldn't be us if we didn't sing at least once a podcast. <laughs> right. Like. <laughs> so with Grease Live going on the other day, uh, my roommate, I guess, was talking to one of her really good friends and she was like, yeah, I just can't. The friend was like, I just can't get into musicals. Like no one just like spontaneously breaks into song. And my roommate like was relaying this to me and I was like, what? And she was like, I know. Because we then like over the past like three days have made up like five different songs about the cats like, like laney is now social media cat it's a wonder you aren't married <laughs> god just <no>. kidding <laughs> i'm totally kidding whatever uh, they would appreciate my i creativity i don't know i don't always make up songs but i do definitely like i will burst into any song <laughs> based on a word that happened to have happened in the last sentence yeah that was spoken yeah so yeah, that happens all the time. When I worked when I worked in sales, my um, team would be like, "Oh, Carolyn's singing today. It's gonna be a good day." <laughs> They're like, they, they could tell my mood based on how much I would sing. Yeah, you, you can tell you can you can tell how comfortable I am in any given situation with how much I sing. Yeah. Like if I'm not if I'm not feeling very comfortable, there will be no songs. Yeah. But if I'm really super comfortable in front of everybody that I'm and like this almost doesn't count because it's just a micro I know people are listening later, but like so I'm singing in front of strangers when I do sing on here, but yeah. it's, it's different somehow cuz it's just you and I sing in front of you all the damn time. Right. No, I'm I'm the same way like Talking to actual people can be terrifying, or like presenting to people, yeah, any of that, super terrifying. Like if all of the people podcasts listened by to at least five hundred people, not not that terrifying. Not the last one, but yes, <laughs> yeah, the last one did not get a lot of hits. No, but uh, yeah, if all of these people that were listening on the podcast are like somehow were out there, I would never actually like it. Like literally in the room with us, I would not be singing at all ever. <laughs> I would feel too awkward. Alrighty, so we do have, um... I would like to point out, once again, that I came up with our topics for today, which is why she they're... She did very well! Which is why they're crap. <laughs> they're, not, they're not crap. They're not crap. I, I actually, uh... Number two? <laughs> yeah, I didn't... That one strikes me as odd, but let's start with number one. Okay. <laughs> which is, I don't know, stars. <laughs> And then it says, they're still doing pretty good, despite that stupid blowout. And you know which blowout we're talking about. God. So that game makes me so angry. Really, honestly makes me so angry. Because it's very much one of those games where we were actually doing quite well at five-on-five play. Quite well. And then all of a sudden, two short-handed goals. goals. Two short-handed goals and a power play goal. Yeah. Like... They hadn't scored, and and one of them was four on four. So they hadn't actually scored on us 5v5 until the last goal, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it was nothing but, like, our special teams completely fucking breaking down last game. Yeah. It was horrible. Entirely. Entirely. And it was one of those things where it was like, God, and you know I'm the last person to say this. Like, but it was very much one of those games where the refs were calling everything. And to be fair, they called a couple things on the Blackhawks, too, that I was like, what the? Well, and yeah, but everybody like, was like, oh, they're just makeup calls. And I was like, fine, whatever. Well, but it the, still but doesn't make it any less stupid. Right. Like, they're still bad calls to begin with. So mm-hmm. if you're calling a makeup call, it's still a bad call. It's still a bad call. <laughs> like, it's two wrongs don't make a right in refing. Like, that doesn't no. ever, that's not the way it works. So, what? Uh, but yeah, so it was like I looked at like all the charts and stuff from that game from five v five, and the stars had actually an edge on the Blackhawks on five on five play. We were doing better than the Blackhawks for the vast majority of the game. We just could not capitalize on any of the chances. And honestly, Corey Crawford was really good. Oh yeah, he was. He was. He was really, really, well. really good that game. And there were multiple opportunities with a lesser goalie. Well, in if that you we just look scored. at our, I mean, not even looking at scoring chances because that information is still not available on 
NHL.TV. But um, <laughs> the just looking at the shots on goal, it was 26 to 37 in favor of Dallas, yeah. not in favor of Chicago. No, no. So it's not like they were shutting us down defensively. No, they didn't play. The Blackhawks did not play well defensively. And no. that's, that's a testament to how strong our team can be. Mm-hmm. It was just that our special teams were bullshit. And Corey Crawford was really, really good. So as and much as our two goalies were just and they were not they not, not great. Though I will say, uh, Kari looked a lot more comfortable in that game than I have seen him. Look. Yeah, he he and yeah. the goals he gave yeah. up were not soft. How many did he give up? Two. Okay, only two. Um, well, and one of those was the, one of the shorthanded goals. Yeah. So that wasn't good, but no. at least it was a breakaway. But he type shouldn't. Thing. Yeah, basically, he shouldn't have had to face that breakaway. Right, That's really, what what it boils down right. to. Right, he shouldn't have had to face that breakaway. And and to be fair, the two of the three goals that Niemi let in were bad. Yeah, bad. Artem goals. and Isimov looks like every single Bond villain that ever existed. <laughs> I I would just like you to look at that picture. Oh my god! Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, I mean... All he needs is a gold tooth and a, you're welcome, Mr. Bond. And a, you know, a cat named Rick Nash. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he used to play on the Rangers? Wasn't Anisimov on the Rangers at some point? I think you might be right, but I can't tell you for sure. Okay, well, I p- can probably look this up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I do have the internet at my fingertips. So, the Stars play Minnesota tonight, which is... Usually going in our favor, and well, Minnesota has been playing like shit. Like the last couple times we played Minnesota, they were doing okay. And well, we beat them every single time this year, right? Right. And, and but th- that's when they were playing. Minnesota was playing okay. Yeah. Like we beat them when they were playing good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they have been playing like shit. Can you please knock on some wood though? Because that's just an invitation for us to like let a, let a hot goalie with a shitty team like walk all over us. Well, I mean, and I'm not... And Dubnik has been... Yes, he was on the New York Rangers. I don't know why I knew that, but... <laughs> Good job, you. Boom! Uh, so he probably would have a cat and name it after Rick Nash. Probably would. He must I, He must have been part of the Assad trade. Cause yeah, he was. He was. I know jackets. that for Oh, well yeah. then... I knew he yeah. was on the Blue Jackets. I didn't know if he was on the Rangers. The For a while there, the Blue Jackets were the Rangers a little bit further west. They were like the farm team. They were. He probably actually went to the Blue Jackets for Rick Nash. I bet anything. Let's look that up real quick. <laughs> that would make yeah, that, that, would, that would make him having a cat named Rick Nash even funnier. <laughs> he signed with the Rangers. No, he's if he signed. No, no, hang on, hang on. He signed with the Rangers. He was traded for Rick Nash. <laughs> He signed with the Rangers as a restricted free agent in 2011. He was just one season into his contract. He was traded with Brandy Dubinsky, Tim Erickson, and a first-round pick that they turned into Kirby Reichel to the to the Blue Jackets for Rick Nash, Stephen Delisle, and a conditional third-round pick. And then he signed a contract extension, and then he got traded to the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, this guy. Uh, I'll sign your extension. But does I he? I mean, does he care? He's been playing for like. I mean, obviously the. I would care if I got traded from the Rangers to the Columbus Blue Jackets. I love the Blue Jackets, but it's not like they're going to win a Stanley Cup anytime soon. No. But like, does he care that he's gone to the Chicago Blackhawks now? No. He's very happy. <laughs> yeah. He is very very happy to be playing on that line. Yeah. So, anyway, there's. No, I mean, if the Stars lose tonight's game. It would be odd. It would be odd. And it would probably be because of a massive goaltending breakdown and another special team. And bullshit. because Carolyn jinxed it. I knocked on the <laughs> You did. It's cool. It's cool. I tried. We're fine. And so, you know, despite January, despite this blow blowout, I used finger quotes, even though it was technically a blowout, but like, we didn't I lose you everything. You used auditory finger quotes, so I think that people knew. Yeah. Um... I, th- I mean, the Stars are still playing really well. You know what I think actually was one of the major problems in last game is that we didn't have Jason Spezza. No, that's and true. And if anything is going to be a... And he's such a backbone, like an un, like a quiet, unassuming backbone to our team, both offensively and... What are you doing? Why are because, you laughing? Okay, I'm sorry. I started laughing because the last to g- game that I was at in real life, like not watching but at physically... The guys behind me, like, 
shat on him all night for losing every single face-off he took. Remember we talked oh about this? Oh, my God. But he was the one that they were like, oh, my God, why can't he win a face-off? He can't win a face-off. We're clearly going to lose this game. We lost this game because of the face. I was like, no, it wasn't because of the face-offs, you morons. And it certainly wasn't <laughs> oh because of Jason Spetsoff. No, it was, I was just like, for reals, bros. I'm like, no. Sorry, that's why I started laughing. I apologize. I, well, I was very confused because I was like, well, I'm not making anything. A- <laughs> yeah, I am not joking right now. And I know you agree with me on this particular point. I do. I do. It was. I was just laughing because of those. I, I was remembering how freaking miserable I was at that game sitting in front of those dudes. And for some reason, that memory made me laugh. Well, good. I'm glad you're, I'm glad it's, it's at the, the laugh st- stage. It is, laugh it is, cry. it is. Uh, yeah, I've, I've got a, I've got a game against the Rangers coming up, so we'll see how that one goes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, I just think, I think the stars will be fine. I think they probably won't be at quite a torrid pace as they were at the beginning of this year. Which is fine because that kind of face wasn't necessarily sustainable no, anyway we like knew it wouldn't be no we knew it wouldn't be but um it would be nice if we won a few bit more yeah <laughs> like, i would i would like us i to would be, like us to not get i would like us to not lose games five to one yeah that would be great and i would like yeah. us to get back into the place where it's like are you looking at a group of 10 games and you're like at least five of them are wins right like that's i want it i want a five a 50 percent win rate at the very least right yeah but I after a, that yeah Eh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, over that, you're like, okay, cool. That's cool. Just money in the bank. <sighs> so what is number two and why? Okay. So number two is Milan Lucic made me cry. Um, I mean, he's made a lot of people cry, but I don't feel like it's that particular It's not, because he didn't punch tense. me in the face. Um, no, did you read his Players Tribune? I didn't. Did it, that go out today? It went out yesterday. Then no, I did not because I was working. I think it went out yesterday. Yeah, it went out yesterday. So it was his. Um, so you know, you know how I feel about the Bruins, and we right. feel we feel poorly about the Bruins because <laughs> we don't like the Bruins. <laughs> and you know how I feel about the Kings, where he is now, which is again, we don't like the Kings. Probably worse, worse, <laughs> worse than the Bruins. And Milan Lucic in general has never been one of my favorite people. Um, He's not one of Ryan Miller's favorite people. <laughs> nope. And now they're in the same division again. <laughs> anyway, um, so he wrote this. It was basically an open letter to the people of Boston. And I went into it going, here it is. This is the one that's not going to make me cry. And I'm reading it. And spoilers already, I cried. But, because uh, <laughs> that's number two. But I'm reading it. And he starts off with this story. And I'm never going to remember the name of this person. His first name is Johnny. Don't remember his last name. You guys can read it for yourselves and find out. But I'm not big on Boston Bruins history. But, uh, he, he like, his first day, first day there, some guy named Johnny was, like, helping him out with, like, what to take on the road. Because apparently that's not something they really did with rookies ever is like help them prepare for this is what you do when you go on a road trip these are these things you bring these are the this is you know so this guy named johnny who he just thought of as like a road manager kind of person was like telling him like what to bring how to go where to go all this kind of stuff and you know a couple days go by when with this guy helping him out and he sits down next to one of his teammates in the locker room and he was like yeah that guy johnny is really pretty cool like really useful and the guy and the, the teammate he didn't say who it was was like are you shitting me right now? And takes him over to a picture in the corner, and it's this guy who was on the team when they won two fucking Stanley Cups, and he's sitting there holding the Stanley Cup. I mean, I think, think he might have even been a captain. <laughs> and it was just like, Milan Lucic had no idea. And he he grew up in Vancouver. His parents were from Yugoslavia. Like, he didn't know. You know, he yeah. just, like, they didn't get a lot of Boston Bruins history in Vancouver. Yeah, I would imagine. So it's not, he just, he just didn't know, but he was like, and that was really an eye-opening experience for me because I, it was just another thing that I just didn't know about. And so he was talking about how, um, he like made a name for himself in, in Boston. It might not be a name that I like. It might not be a name that a lot of people like, but he did make a name for himself in Boston. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about his first road game, his first home game, his first fights, because those were very significant in his career. Um, and just all this kind of stuff. And he got to the end and he was talk- basically just talking about how he grew up. Mm-hmm. And, like, how he became the person he is today and how he thanks Boston for that. And, like, it was just this really sweet letter. And I was just like... It, well, 
I don't know what, like, it was just this whole coming of age arc that really just made me, like, I got very teary-eyed about it. Ugh, I can, I, I, I was choking up a little bit as you were talking. Yeah. I was like, so I'm, I'm, I will link it for everybody tomorrow with the podcast, but. It was, and it, like, as I was reading read it, it, I was like. And I don't want to. Contrasting between Tyler Sagan's homecoming to Boston and Milan Lucic's, and I was like, Tyler Sagan probably did almost as much for you as, well, not, but over, over, like, over the same period of time, like, probably as much. Yeah. They, uh, he just but whatever! Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that said, though, uh, Lucic has always been kind of what I envisioned as a prototypical Boston player. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, honestly, like, I was, I was a little surprised when he got traded, right? Yeah. And they were talking about, like, they were talking about him and um, Sean Thornton being the Bruise Brothers when they, when they first Oh I hadn't God. heard about them being called the Bruce Brothers, but I was like, that's A, the worst name ever, but I'm like, also, be like how mighty ducks of everyone in Boston to call them the Bruce Brothers. Oh my God. Uh, well, it's they, like they the Mash Bros. Well, also, but like the Blues Brothers. The, yeah, no, I know, I know, yeah, I, know. I know. That's where I thought they were going with that. Nah. I mean, I, it's a kind of a mix of the It's two. kind of a little bit of everything all rolled into one, isn't uh, it? Yeah crossovers that shouldn't necessarily happen. No, that's true. So, for our next segment, it's Marin rants about oh, something. <laughs> so let me just play a little bit of an intro for y'all. So number three is about NHL.TV. And this, I mean, you guys have all seen it because you can't get to the regular old NHL anymore. Um, and it happened over, it happened just after the uh, All-Star weekend. Yep, February 2nd, or February 1st was when everything switched over. And it makes me want to punch kittens. Like, if, if, I, if punching kittens would help fix this problem, I would absolutely punch kittens about it. Um, I am so angry. Like, I hate everything about the app. I hate the way that they've organized information. And I know part of it is just something I'm going to have to get used to. But, like, they're not even changes that particularly make sense to me. Mm -hmm. Like, they've added a bunch of tabs to their game, like, information. So that, like, they it, it's, it, it's sorting the information weird. But then the other problem is that I can't fucking watch games. Yeah, that's the bigger problem. I am paying $130 a season for this bullshit, and right now I cannot watch games. Yeah. I So my thing is, like, I, I'm very lucky, I will knock on wood again, is that I have not had a whole lot of issues with it. I've been able to log into it, been able to watch things. I have had my streams die frequently. Yeah, well, and that was the problem with the, like, the first night it was on. Like, I couldn't get on at all, but even the people that could get on that, like, they, um, like, midway through the third, it just stopped. Mm-hmm. It just stopped working entirely. And, and I'm okay with, like, not okay, but, like, I can understand that happening on the very first day. But it's continuing to happen. But that it's continuing to happen, because there was, like, there was an article about it on the second day, right? It came out, it was like, uh... Yeah, we found out one of the issues was, and we fixed it, and we didn't have any other issues after we rebooted everything, which didn't happen until late in the night. So, like, the last, very last games were should have been okay, but that was on, you know, the day after the launch. Right. This article came out, and we're like, yeah, we figured it out, we shouldn't have any issues. But no, they're still having issues. They're still and having I, issues. And I still haven't seen another article about no. it. No. And, and every time you talk about it, like, the little NHL.TV support Twitter will pop up, like, can I help you? And I'm so tired of them telling me to, like, restart things or delete the app and read. Like, the last time they did that, I think I probably got on a blacklist because I've said I've talked about it now and they're not popping up anymore. But I was like, yeah, can you delete your app and bring back Game Center Live? Thanks. <laughs> because I can't use it. It is completely unusable to me. Yeah. Yeah. And then like it's not just my phone, it's also my Apple TV. My Apple TV won't work either. I don't I don't know if I've somehow gotten myself on a blacklist. I'm not sure. But if anybody could do it, you could do I it. I could do it. I would be the one. I would be the one. Uh so Jen actually asked a question about this. She said, discuss the changes to NHL.tv. Done. 
Um, and how it affects a lot of stats work being done. Well, the other problem with it, too, is that they got rid of the vault. Yes. So... So they had gotten rid of the vault before, actually. Right. They, they got rid of the vault before NHL.TV got the... Sw- they switched over. Right. But they basically rolled in... Like, if you had Game Center, you could still access old games. Right. Now, what they've done is they've taken it... Ba- taken all of those games away. Mm-hmm. They have, what, I think something like five classic games available. Five. And they used to have over 800, and including full seasons. Right. Like, and... Yeah. When I first started in hockey, I could go back and watch, like, the entirety of Jamie's first season. Yeah. And so, especially, you know, for new fans, that's great, but especially for the analytics community, who's starting to do things like, I don't know, track passes, and things that aren't actually recorded by any NHL team on publicly available right. data anyway you literally cannot do that now or you're confined to the small sample size of the data of the games that are coming from february 2nd until whatever yeah and i've heard conflicting reports that they are going to try and bring those back but that's not what i've heard i've heard both yeah so i've heard they're not bringing they have no plans on bringing them back whatsoever and I've also heard that they are planning on bringing them back, but it isn't a priority. Oh, uh, the only thing I've heard is that they're not doing it. So, I tend to believe that they're not just—they're just not going to do it at all. Yeah. And it, that's a huge setback. Um, I know Jen Luke Costello. She was working on a project, and I don't know what it was, obviously, because she's doing her own thing now—a private thing. But she was working on a project using that device, using that, and now she basically has half the data she needs and can't finish. That sucks. Or whatever she does have. And she probably has a client, honestly, that she is expecting, that is expecting results and she can't give them to them. Yeah. And so, like, for for analysts, it's going to be almost impossible, especially, you know, um, I know, I know people who've done zone entry work for... Um, a couple teams. Um, I know the Maple Leafs actually uh, dole out a bunch of projects to various analysts in the community and track manual tracking mostly. And they basically tell you to have Game Center to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And not going to be of any good. Not going to be of any good. So, uh, that's a huge blow. That's a huge blow. Beyond just like poor fan experience, poor user experience. Not being able to do your job is kind of a big deal. Yeah. No, that's definitely going to be a problem. And it's just another... It's it's To me, it's further proof that the NHL basically doesn't give a shit about what its fans actually want. Mm-hmm. It's just packaging the information the way it wants to. And I keep hearing from people who watch Major League Baseball and have, like, the Major League Baseball app that this is going to get better. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't see how. Because... It's not just the, the like the video quality or the fact that it keeps going out. I hate the way that they've organized the information. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loathe it. It's not intuitive. It makes no sense. It is stupid. And I keep discovering things on accident. There's not even like a user's manual to tell you how to find this bullshit. It's yeah. just completely accidental. Like when you go to when you go to the game, like the game to find out who has fucking scored a goal, like before like the the first night, it wasn't available in a tab. Like, you had to put touch the game, and then they would pop down underneath, and you would scroll sideways as he would fucking scored. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was it was stupid. And everything takes about nine million years to load. Those are rough estimates. <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't think of a way that they can make this better other than to just scrap the whole fucking thing, which is not going to happen because I've already put too much money in it. Yeah. But it is the absolute worst, and I loathe it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm fucking quitting hockey and going to something else because this is stupid. Like, the only way I can get information in games now is stupid. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm so mad. Uh, yeah, for me, it's a, it's very much just having the video quality and having the backlog. Because even if I wanted to track turnovers, I couldn't do it now. No. Nope. Yeah, it's true. Uh, oh, well. Fuck it. I'm so mad. Uh, there's also rumors that the NWHL might be going to a pay for streaming service, but I don't think they have yet. I think they might be for next year. Okay. 
I know that was one of those things they originally were thinking about, and then they did, didn't know how, to, didn't have it implemented or decided against implementing it for the first season, and so just didn't end rant, right? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Just I talking. mean, I'll probably continue to talk about it occasionally, but <laughs> what the fuck ever. I'm so, I'm like, I'm never going to not be mad about it, so, like, end rant for right now, but knowing that it's just a low-level burning rage. <laughs> Forever. Superpower. Yeah. <laughs> That's my superpower. Is I can keep a low-level burning rage just going <laughs> all the time. This bitch can hold a grudge. <laughs> With occasional flare-ups. <laughs> yeah, I can hold a grudge, so don't make me angry. <laughs> I know. I know. You know. Because <laughs> not, like, if you, like... You, every time you, every time Gabriel Landeskog pops up anywhere, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> God, I hate him so much. I was so happy we finally beat him! What an asshole. So, other things going on in hockey. Uh, Wayne Simmons. Oh, are we skipping number four? We can come back to it. I think we'll get back to it. Wayne Simmons threw a sucker punch at Ryan McDonough during the game. Found out later that Ryan McDonough was concussed. And guess who played the very next game? Hmm. Did his name start with... Wayne and end with Simmons? It did! Yeah, he's not even facing supplementary discipline for this bullshit. And I would just like to remind everyone again that last season, Roussel got freaking suspended. And like, it was one of those things, I was listening to somebody talk about it, and they were like, yeah, well, Wayne Simmons is not like a Milan Lucic type kit, like player. And I was like, well, neither is Roussel! Like, come on! I mean, I know he's a pest, but he's not like He's, Roussel is more of a Brad Marchand. Yeah, than, he's than more of a Brad Marchand. And Brad Marchand also threw a sucker punch this year and did not get suspended for it. Uh. But no, Roussel gets suspended for a sucker punch. I, like, it's, it drives me crazy that they're not consistent with this bullshit. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. And especially if part of their this reason... very ranty podcast. I, full confession, I am very much on my period. <laughs> Full confession, I had a rough day at work, so... I I hate everything and everyone right now. Like, I'm literally... Well, I don't really hate everything and everyone, but I'm easily annoyed right now. I'm so on edge, and I'm just like... And, like, I've been trying to drink a lot of water, because I'm like, okay, maybe you're just dehydrated. And I'm trying to, like, eat regularly, because, like, that's obviously one of my main problems. So I get low blood sugar, and then I get real cranky. No. Fuck everything today. That's well, all I go. have to say about that. All right. That. Would you like to stop for some ice cream on the way back with our tie? Maybe. From our sponsor, Tamyak Tie. <laughs> From our potential sponsor to be. <laughs> it's more like we sponsor them. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Tamyak Tie, sponsored by the Two Bearded Ladies Podcast. <laughs> You're welcome, sir. Red curry. Tofu. Fish, Fish sauce. Okay. okay. <laughs> Uh, I will say, I will say that my favorite thing that has happened today, and probably my favorite thing that will happen all week. Fanuff getting traded. Fanuff getting traded. Officially off the table for the Dallas Stars. Thank the sweet baby Jesus. Let's never bring that up again. Ever. Oh my God. Sign a pack. Yeah. Shaking hands. Shaking hands. We're never bringing that up on the podcast ever again. Never, ever again. So we actually did shake hands. Our hands are really cold. I know. I <laughs> told you. I've been today. Today is terrible. I'm just hot and cold all over. Screw everything. I'm so sorry. But this trade was amazing. In that, I really don't get it. Like, I mean, I totally get it from Toronto's side. I don't really get it from. I don't get it from Ottawa's side. I don't. But I also it. don't know enough about any of the players they traded. So Jared Cohen is bad. Well, no, I knew that because they were talking about like buying him out immediately in Toronto. <laughs> right. Like so Jared Cohen is bad. My issue is that a lot of Sens fans seem to be thinking that FNAF is going to be a major. Not even necessarily. I wouldn't. I'm not going to use the word major, but a significant improvement over Jared Cohen. Is that, that, I mean, that's possible, right? I think he will be an improvement. How much of an improvement I'm not sold on. Right. And I'm not sold on it because part, FNAF was terrible last year. 
Let me just straight up. He was bad last year. He's been actually okay this year, and he's still being used fairly same way, but he's got the new system under Mike Babcock. Right. So I look at his relative, and I pulled his relatives only from this year because I just had them handy because I just wrote about the Norris. And um, relative, his relative numbers are good. Like he, imp- like when he's on the ice, the team does better than when he's off the ice. All right. But I also looked at his quality of teammates, which is above average. I looked at, um, and he's playing with Jake Gardner for the most part, who is also doing really, really well as a relative number. Whereas Jared Cohen plays with below average teammates, and also his relative numbers are quite low. Okay. But if you look at their raw numbers, their actual like Fenwick against numbers, and not relative to team, just like straight up, this is how many shots are against you coming. They're basically the same. Okay. So part of his relative numbers for FNUF is probably the fact that he's basically considered a top pair D-man in Toronto. Was playing with their top line and was playing with a really good defensive partner. In Ottawa, it's very unlikely he plays with Eric Carlson. No. Because they don't need him to. They've no. got they've got a couple, you know, Carlson can play with anybody, so they'll stick him with, usually with what's Mar- Metho, I think? Um, Methot. 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 What the fuck, French? Sometimes you say the T, sometimes you don't. Point is... They, I wouldn't know. They usually, Carlson and, and Methot are usually the two that play together. So they're likely FNUF is going to be on the second pair, and therefore he's not going to be playing with the best partner he's not going to have high quality of teammates and his raw numbers in the system with mike babcock were basically the same as the raw numbers with jared cohen in the system under who is it david cameron okay so not going to be a significant improvement well i you, i don't know you don't, because yeah. you never know right like i didn't sure. think oduya was going to do as well for the stars as he has he's been very good <laughs> he's for us. been so great Oh, did you see that picture? I, speaking of the stars again, did you see that picture I tweeted where Mike Heiko was talking about the stars D pairings and how he'd like to see them ruffled? No, but I also would like to see them ruffled. So somebody, so he had a chat today and somebody asked, why does Lindy Ruff just flat refuse to even try some different D pairings? And it goes on and on, but he's, but he basically says, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But his, but he said, I think they should go with Oduya Klingberg, um, Nemeth, Alexiak, Yoki Paka with Goligoski, and then Ben and Demers. Yes. Yeah. That is that is literally the pairings I want to see. I don't know why he won't do this. I don't understand why he's refusing to do this. I mean, so ended up being the other game, what was it? It was the Avs. It was against the Avalanche. He split up Ben and Nemeth almost right away. Because they were having a terrible game together. and But he, instead of doing what I wanted him to do, right. he put Nemeth with Klingberg and then Oduya, uh, Oduya and Demers stayed together and Goligoski and Ben played together. Which is not a good pillion either. It's just not what I want to see. It's not. Just tell me the... But I will say, I will say, it did work. Yeah. They got significantly better. Nemeth especially got significantly better. That's my tweet, by the way. never gonna be funny just abbreviating defense to Uh, to d never Uh, not never not funny no no the tweet just for you all at home cue me screaming why won't lindy ruffle the d never not funny never not funny (sighs) so yeah fnuf uh fnuf uh, and honestly, um, the, the Toronto actually probably got a pretty good prospect in um, Lindbergh. I think Tobias Lindbergh coming back. He's doing really well in the AHL. Um, and Ottawa dumped a couple contracts they didn't want. So maybe Greening, that was a just contract. It, well, so and and but they they're stuck with enough. Yeah, and the thing about dumping those good con- the contracts they didn't want is that those two contracts end not this season but the season after. Fanuf's contract doesn't end until twenty twenty one. God, and it's a seven a million contra- seven million dollar cap hit goes until twenty twenty one, and so you're dumping at two years worth of salary for. God bless Shanahan for holding out for that, so Nell didn't bite. 
Oh, God. Well, we... I have a hard time believing we were hard in on that. No, me too. Me too. But yeah. it probably would have been a, a more hard in if, he, if they were willing to hold any... Hold any yeah, cap hit? Yeah. Yeah. Retain any salary? That's the word I was looking yeah. for. The um, I, the Red Wings were pretty hard in last season, last or last summer. Oh uh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I was like, please, please do it, please take him, so we don't have to. I know. I didn't mean to keep bringing it up again. I'm sorry. <laughs> After we shook and everything, no more. Okay, let's talk about number four now. Okay. Uh, number four is your girl Carolyn talked about salary bans on TSN. Yeah. So tell us about that. Um, so I got invited onto the TSN Analytics um radio show this past. Saturday, which I had to do live, and I was nervous as all get out. Um, but it went all right. It went it went pretty good. We talked about um, Bufflin, who recently just re-signed with the Jets as well. Also, somebody I didn't want on the Stars. So, yeah. you know, I'll take it. Yeah. That's two defenders I didn't want on the Stars. Gone. The only reason I would ever want Bufflin on the Stars is so we don't have to play against him and have him, like tear up our players basically but i didn't really want him nope nope and uh honestly like i mean okay you do you winnipeg i will say about that contract i do like that they kept it to five years yeah because i think honestly that's probably about what he's got in him yeah and i do think especially for the offensive production he does and for how much better he is than most of their team He's making good money. And or he's making also, see you later, Andrew Ladd. Right. There now, I mean, I think that was definitely the choice, right? Like yeah. it's do you re-sign your captain or do you re-sign Bufflin, who's one of the best offensive D men in, in NHL sure, right now. Sure. And so it's honestly it's probably a little bit harder to find offensive demons, so I can't really fault them no. for making that decision of the two. Um I just I'm not a fan of his play. I'm not a fan of the borderline dirty hits. Mm. Um, I would rather not have to deal with that on my team. Somebody, somebody pointed that out on Twitter. It was like, if we got B- Dustin Bufflin, we would have to get a whole lot better at our penalty killing. <laughs> <laughs> like, we'd have to make up the deficit in penalty killing because yeah. we're not that great at that right now. We're really bad. And uh, he really would bad. he takes a lot of them. Yep. As so. proven by the actual Stars Jets game when he took a lot of fucking penalties. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, ugh. I had like five people in my mentions trying to explain to me how hitting improved possession. And I was like, and I was like, I, I stopped. Are you new here? I stopped talking back because I didn't care. Yeah. But at the same time, I was literally watching the Jets game and going, okay, that was a hit and the Stars recovered it. And that was a hit and then the Stars recovered it. And, like, I was like, okay, so hitting actually only changes possession if your team recovers the puck. Yeah. Like, yeah. hitting just a hit does fuck all. Yeah, and that's all the Jets do is hit just a hit. And that's why they have terrible possession numbers. Yeah. yeah. And high rate of injury against. Right? And a lot of penalties. Yeah. Yeah, because they're not very good at hitting safely. Exactly. So... The only thing, remember this, boys and girls, the only thing that actually correlates with hitting is penalties. Yeah. Actually correlates. And and injuries. I've never looked at that. I cannot tell you that for a fact. I can tell you for a fact, penalties do correlate. Yeah. In it that you, the more you hit, the more you get. Yeah. Penalties. Salary actually also correlates, but inversely. So the more (laughs) you hit, the less likely you are to be paid. Well... I guess that Bufflin is the exception to that rule. Because well, because usually when you're a hitter, you don't fucking know how to play hockey, and all you do is hit people. So yeah. most of the people who do a lot of hitting is are at the low end of the scale. There are actually. I'm it, sorry, I just started thinking about Brendan Preston <laughs> again in my head. <laughs> See you never. Bye bye. Bye bye. Um, so yeah, so we ended up, I was on TSN, um, I'll link the, the little interview for you guys. It was like eight minutes of just me talking a little bit about salary bands and I talked a little bit about the Norris. Um, and honestly, I feel bad because literally I did that, that interview. I talked about how I would pick Brent Burns for the Norris, which I had written this article on the third. And then I did this interview on Saturday 
And then two hours after I did that interview, Eric Carlson had a four-point night. <laughs> and you're like, excuse me, I'd like to change my vote. I know. And so, like, I had Eric Carlson in third in my rankings, but I guarantee you if I pulled them again, just seven days later, he would be number one. Yeah. Because that part of the reason that Burns was leading is that he led all situation primary points per 60, and but Carlson was second. <laughs> so it's like, well... Nice. Yeah, it yeah, happens. that's gonna happen. Um, so anyway, Eric Carlson, I love you. If you get a Norris nomination, it's not like I'm gonna be mad or anything. And I hope you win the heart. Uh, shall we do some reader questions? We shall do some reader questions. Well, let's continue on with talking. All about right, the let me senators. read this first one because I don't have a I don't have an opinion on this. How much will two million dollar man Mike Hoffman get in the summer? That is a question from Patriarch Adnan. <laughs> Um, it depends on whether or not he signs with the Senators. <laughs> As their skin flints. Um, if I was giving Mike Hoffman a contract right now, and he'll be, I think, 27, I'd probably do six years for around 5.5. But I think you could offer sheet him for six years and 5.5 and the Sens won't match. I think they're going to try and get him for maybe like three or four years at... 4.5 or 4 because they don't like to give out large con- like Eric Carlson is making 6.5 million dollars which just makes it even funnier that they traded for Dion Phaneuf <laughs> Dion Phaneuf is the highest paid senator uh, Dion Phaneuf would be the highest paid a couple of places wouldn't he uh yeah most uh, a lot of the budget teams yeah um but most of those teams have like players that actually contribute <laughs> like the teams that have players that are higher than than enough are are higher enough than because they 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 put points on the board sure sure jason spezza would be higher paid than jason spezza is the highest play, paid player on the stars yeah Sorry. and he came from ottawa he came from ottawa <laughs> oddly enough he extended with us <laughs> yeah weird Strange. weird um, so happy he did. I love Jason Spezza. We miss you, Giggle Pizza. We do miss you, Giggle Pizza. Um, so yeah, I think, honestly, he'll probably be in the 4.5 to 5.5 range, which I know is a really large range. I think it depends on what actually goes down with that contract, because I'm anticipating drama! That Man, was- you got some vibrato on that bad boy. I know. I'm excited. I am excited for the offseason. Like, and as I, long as the stars don't break my heart, I am too. I am excited for the playoffs also, but the nerd part of me is like... No, no, no. I'm talking about the offseason. I'm oh, talking yeah. about... Yeah, I'm talking about... I don't think the stars will break your heart. It depends when, on what happens with Jordy Ben. When have the stars broken your heart? Never. In the offseason. Let me, like... Never. Like, they haven't. Hell qualified. I got, I got kind of sad when... when um, uh, Horkoff left, but I also expected it. So right, I think I think if anything happens, we'll know what know what's coming. Yeah, that's true. They're not going to trade Jamie Ben mid season or anything. <laughs> no, right, right. Let's all laugh about that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was so Stars-based Valentine's puns. Where have you been all my life? <laughs> Hands down, winner. Winner, winner, chicken I like I like going for, like, the classic Simpsons slash Stars mat- matchup, where it's like, I na choo choo choose you. <laughs> That's also a good one. That's also a good one. I like it. Uh, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty excited for my Valentine's Day. Mostly... Because I will be on a beach. Where are you going? Oh, Florida. I'm going to be in Florida. I'm going to the um, Paws Hockey Analytics Conference that's being put on by the Florida Panthers. And I was like looking at tickets and I was like, well, I could come back on Sunday. And I was like, 
Beach. <laughs> Beach day. You, don't forget to check for uh, this Kevin Spacey in space. I will look. I will definitely yeah. look for a Spacey in space uh, sweater. I really want one. Um, yeah, my Valentine's Day plans are going down to San Antonio to hang out with my other single friend. Nice. We're going to sit on a couch and or- order food to be delivered to us and watch a bunch of TV. I'm so excited. <laughs> It's gonna be great. It is gonna be great. I, like, it was a really busy January and kind of a busy first half of February, so I'm really looking forward to not moving much. Yeah, I'm. I am too. I'm gonna take a bunch of books. I don't have to work on Friday, but I do have to work on Monday, and so I'm just like, oh, read, go to this conference. I this will be my. I'm pretty excited. It'll be my third NHL arena this year. Because nice. they're, they're doing, um, everybody who registers for the conference gets and go to the Panthers game right that night. I think they're playing Nashville. So I'm like. <laughs> the, t- the tickets are only like $12. So. I, know, I, know. <laughs> I know. But I mean, yeah. like, it's included with the price sure. of the conference too, which is not expensive. So it's like, all right, cool. Um, but yeah, I think they're playing Nashville. So I'm like, it's like one of those things where I really don't feel bad about rooting for the Panthers. Plus I, I love me some Yager. So it's like, I'm definitely like, I want to see Yager score at least one goal. Mm. Did you see Angry Yager the other night? No, but I found this great picture of him on my, like, little editor licensed photos thing of him yelling. Was it? He got mad about a hit. I think... Oh, was it the one on Barkov? Yeah. Man, that just kind of... From the ether. I had no idea why I remembered that. But yeah, he got really angry about that hit on Barkov. I'd be into, into seeing that. Yeah, he was he was yelling. There was yelling, and there was actually some finger wagging as well. I believe Ooh. you don't mess you don't mess with the bear. Don't mess with the bear. All right, Amanda asks, since it's past the midway point of the season and there aren't too many games left, I was curious as to both your thoughts on potential award winners, in particular the Vesna. If you'd like, you can do who you would like to see win versus who will probably win. Thanks. So uh, I wrote down all of my predictions, and then I accidentally left it at work. But I remember most of them. It's good. fine. Um, my prediction for the Vezina is hold B. Yeah. For, okay. Like, I, and I don't even think that's, like, that's not even a difference between who I want to win and who I will who will win. Like, I want both. Yeah. Like. Yeah. My thing about hold B, and I don't remember the exact stat line, but it's, he has lost a total of, I think, five or six games. Mm-hmm. Without going into OT. And that's insane. It is. For a starter. Yeah. He's been really good. And my whole thing about goalies is that goalies can't win games. They literally, in general, do not put points on the board. Points are what wins games. You cannot win a game that's 0-0 unless it goes to a shootout. Mm-hmm. So in the rare happenstance that does happen which i think what rhymer had one this year yeah it has happened i mean it does happen but it's like once a year and i feel very bad for the people it happens to right and the people watching it <laughs> listen it happened to me one time i think i've told this story before where i was at an ahl game between the texas the texas stars and the uh san antonio rampage and the shots were like I'm not even kidding, like 50 to 20 or something like that. And it went to a 0-0 tie. And the the Rampage lost and the Stars won. And I was looking at it as, man, all that effort and the Stars finally won in a shootout on a (laughs) 0-0 tie. And my friend, who's a Rampage fan, was like, but yeah, he really deserved that win, though. Because the goalie got first started. He was actually pissed about it. Because he was like, I still lost! (laughs) And I was like, oh, yeah, all right. Point is... Yeah, sorry. For a starter to only have, like, five or six losses at this point in the season. No, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Holtby for Vezina, for sure. Yep. Um, Norris, I think I already talked, I already said Carlson. Uh, I, and I would, give it up. I give up. I, like, I was trying to be, not go on points, but I give up. Carlson. Uh, Carl- Carlson honestly would be my choice too. Um, I just hope that it's not Drew Doughty's year. That's all I'm I, gonna say. I don't think he ends up on everybody's list though for some reason. Well, so okay, I will. I will give you in my in my rankings. He ended up basically tied with Carlson. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I, I, and this is part of what I said on TSN. There are people who really like Doughty because his shot suppression numbers are good. His shot suppression numbers are very good because they're on the Kings. Right. Carlson 
gets a lot of love because his relative numbers are always really, really good because he's very clearly the best person on his team. Right. Right? So there's two camps of people. There's the relative people and then there's the raw people because Diodi's relatives are not good. They're He basically is eat average for his team because his all of his team is so good. Right. And that's part of why I did my rankings the way I did and I tried to balance both relative and raw numbers. Um... So, literally, Carlson came in a hundredth of a point over Dowdy for my third place spot when I did my <laughs> rankings. But again, Carlson hasn't stopped turning in amazing right. performances. Right. Whereas the Kings have been a little bit shaky recently. So, I bet if I pulled the numbers today, Carlson <clears throat> would come in first. So, let's talk about the heart trophy. I also say Carlson. I would love for, well, I would love for Jamie Ben to win it, but I don't think it's going to happen. No. What's probably going to happen is that we think, we like, the one that is, we don't want to win from, from the Chicago Blackhawks is going to win it. That's what I think is going to happen. A week ago, I would have agreed. Yeah. I would also like to see Holtby win it. I think Holtby is a dark horse. I think Holtby is a very good dark horse. And a week ago, I would have agreed with you about the Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. Person. Right. But? But since that Ottawa Senators five-point night, four-point, it was either four or five-point nights from Carlson, I think he might win it. And the problem that people, the thing about Carlson that might keep him off people's lists, and, I've, and we might have even talked about this on the last podcast, is that a lot of people in the media don't want to give the heart to a guy on a team that doesn't make the playoffs. Which doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's not a measure. It's not a team measurement. You're it's talking not. about who's the most valuable to their team. Without Carlson, the Senators are in the the Austin Matthews race. Yeah. Like, straight up, he runs everything for them. He spends almost five minutes a night and on the power And that's true, because in, on, in the Blackhawks, like... He's not even, I mean, he's still, he's still leading the points race, but like on the Blackhawks, like Panarin is actually doing just almost as well as he is in the last stretch. Right. So yeah, that makes sense. And even with, even if, if Patrick Kane was to get injured tomorrow, do we think the Blackhawks are going to drop out of you the playoffs? You actually said his name. I was trying so hard not to. I know, but like. Yeah, well, no, I know. Everybody knows who we're talking about. Yeah, whatever. He's not goddamn Voldemort, right? Like. <laughs> Don't speak his name! <laughs> And I'm not saying nice things about him. Like, uh, my, sure. my point, in fact, is exactly that. If he got injured tomorrow, yeah, for then, whatever reason, the Blackhawks are still probably going to win the fucking division. Yeah. Is he the most valuable player to his team, then? Well, I don't know if they win the division. They're going to be in the playoffs. Well, no, they are going to be in the playoffs, but right. it's not like we're that far behind them in the division. Okay, so maybe they'll be second. Yeah. Very unlikely they lose their spot. Oh no, they're not going to lose their spot, right? So they're not going to. They're not definitely. They're not even going to be in a wild card. Other thing about NHL TV is that after they make you tell them your favorite team, you open it up and it looks like this, Mm -hmm. which always makes me think I've opened the Stars app. I know. Fuck this. Or like on the actual um, app, there, like it'll bring the Stars game up first. But if it's not, most of the time I only ever use GCI or. NHL.tv. Right. I only ever use that to watch other games. Right. Because I watch, I have cable. I watch it on actual cable. (laughs) Right. And so, like, I'm like, click, click. Oh, wait. And then, like, the very first menu it takes me to is the stars. And I'm like, I don't want to, that's not what I'm looking for. Right. Anyway. Sorry. Regardless. Because we're still three games behind the the Blackhawks and only five points. Yeah. So. So the point is, the Blackhawks would be fine without Patrick King. They were clearly fine without him last year, too. But yeah. I mean, like, because he did go down with injury. Yep. Like, while he is generating a lot of offense for them. No, it's true. You're, you're, you're making very good points. I just, I don't, I don't always think that the people who vote for these things are as nuanced as I want them to be. I would agree. So while, while I say that, yeah, like, I don't, I, like, I don't think that he deserves it. And I still feel like there is a chance that he will get a lot of votes for it. I agree. I think he will come in, probably. I think he will come in second, and I think he will come in second behind Carlson because it's very, very clear that Carlson is the reason that the, the Senators 
Yeah, but it, they're going to miss the playoffs. And I think that, I think, like you said, even though that's not a measure, I think that's going to be something that a lot of people are clinging to. That's my problem. Yeah. Like, that's the problem is that, like, I think that Carlson deserves it the most out of everybody, but I don't think he's going to get all, as many of the votes as he deserves because they're not going to make the playoffs. No, we're going to visualize it. And it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to If you build it, they will come. If you vote for Carlson in your heart, it'll be a vote for Carlson. On the ballot sheet. On the ballot. Well, anyway. So, yes. Um, What else is there to talk about? Oh, the Calder. Do Um, we have any Calder choices? Uh, Panarin. 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 Panera bread. Panera. Um, I think he My heart wants Max Domi. He's not going to get it. I know, but my heart wants him. He had such a great start to the year. Um, My heart wants Jack Eichel. Yeah, my heart would also like. You know why? And I think part of the reason I really want Jack Eichel, and and this is... You know it's probably going to happen. McDavid is probably going to have the most ridiculous, like, February, March, April ever. And he's you know, gonna- honestly, if that did happen, I would be, like, salty about it, but I wouldn't be pissed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'd be like... <laughs> he's probably going to get a hat trick every fucking night. I'd be like, I really, really hate being this wrong, but at least, it, like, it's not like I can't say he didn't earn it. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I've been such like a you know he can't actually do that like guys chill your shit but like <laughs> be like the least chill Calder winner ever. <laughs> it's so true though. <laughs> it's not like Aaron Ekblad where we can complain all the time about yeah, how no. he was used. But now if, if Carl if 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 Connor McDavid gets a hat trick every night, fine, he can win the contest. <laughs> fine, and Carolyn will not complain about it. And I will. I will, out loud. I will shake. I will shake. I will not complain out loud about Connor McDavid winning the Calder if he gets a hat trick every night. Yeah. Only three if. points. Three points every night. Yeah. He goes three points per game for the rest of the season. It's totally going to happen now. No, it's not because that would mean that the, the Oilers have to score three goals every game. And we know that's not happening. They play, I think, um, the Devils tonight. So have fun with that. <laughs> um, uh, next question. Uh, can you talk about the dad strip and Kling Bay's adorable tweet about it? Less importantly, what's the least trait about? Well, yeah. we figured out this first part, second part first. So yes, you did. should probably hopefully have listened to that. <laughs> yes. Uh, the dad strip is super adorable, but um, I did not see Randy Ben in the picture that the Dallas Stars tweeted of the dads. Uh, and I, then I kind of worried about the fact that I can pick Randy Ben. <laughs> I, would, I would be like, yeah, that's, uh, that's a little bit... Oh, come on. He's been in a lot of pictures. He does. Yeah. And he does actually look like a Ben. So. He looks like a Ben. So, I've, yeah. Though but, I, my favorite part, actually, about the picture that Dallas Stars tweeted is that everybody picked out Klingberg's dad really quickly. Oh, yeah. It's pretty <laughs> like, obvious. Looks Kling- just yeah. like Klingberg. I was like, oh, that's Yeah. Yep. I, I can also tell which one um, Fiddler's dad is because he posted a picture of him right there. Oh. <laughs> So I love actually I love the moms and dads trips and in fact the Red Wings did a moms trip recently and that was cute. I, oh as my heck. god! Look, I'm pretty sure that's Goligoski's dad. <laughs> right? It looks yeah, exactly. that's got to be Goligoski's dad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I the Red Wings moms trip was actually really really cute. Like they showed like I think it was Nyquist who scored and then the mom was like jumping up and down and like waving her arms around and like everybody turned and like clapped at her (laughs) oh my god speaking of dads did you see Derek Nurse's first fight in uh in the NHL and his dad was in the stand no his dad's in the stand and they showed him on TV and you can clearly clearly hear it like see his dad saying beat his ass beat his ass (laughs) it was so funny I was like Darnell, not Derek. I don't know. Derek Nurse is the Twitter handle of a friend of mine. <laughs> Darnell Nurse is who I meant. But yeah, it was. I was just like, oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah, beat his ass, beat his ass. <laughs> you can just, you can, and his mom's like, yeah, it was so funny. Anyway, yay, those are the best. Yeah, so <laughs> I love, I love the moms and dads trips. But um, yeah, the only dads we've seen so far, like in pictures, are Fiddler's dad. I mean, like the the group picture of the dads, but like. Jason Demers tweeted that picture of that video of his dad with his sleep mask on. Yeah. And then John Klingberg was like, Daddy's Daddy, which was just weird. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. Klingberg's crush on Demers is so funny. I mean, yeah. Man crush, whatever. This team is kind of hilarious. All right, next question. Next question. Julia asks. How turned on are you by Sidney Crosby right now? Julia, you keep trying to make fetch happen. 
This is not a Penn's podcast. This is not a Penn's podcast, nor it is even an Eastern Conference podcast. Though that I said, say. I do like Sidney Crosby. Though. <laughs> <laughs> and that second goal that he made while he was being hooked from behind and literally falling down was actually pretty good. I was, I was a little flushed. <laughs> I was a little flushed. I was a little flushed. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, so just going back to our heart conversation... It is also entirely possible that Sidney Crosby weasels his way in there. Oh, yeah. And, and just, again, deservedly so. Right. He's going to fucking Connor McDavid it and score a hat trick every game. Yeah. So. Yeah. Coming back. God, what, what the hell, man? He comes down to Austin, Texas for the for the break, eats a lot of tacos. What are you We're going to talk about tacos on this podcast <laughs> for 20 minutes. Comes down to Austin, eats a bunch of tacos, and then goes back and, like, fucking takes off. What the hell? Austin is magic. Austin is magic. We fixed your captain. Pitman. You're welcome. <laughs> All the tacos you can eat, Sydney Crosby. All the tacos you can eat if you win the Art Ross. Oh, there you go. I will personally sponsor your taco eating habits. I will mail them up there myself. I will hand deliver them in a cooler. Keep them I warm. will set up a Pinterest for all the taco recipes. So if you need to make some on the fly. I had a friend come in this past weekend to visit. Not the weekend before to visit and uh i met her at the airport <laughs> with a bag of tacos and every single salsa that Torchy's taco makes nice <laughs> that is friendship she, she like poured in- individual like bites <laughs> of the, with the sauces it was amazing nice very nice hey i'm a good friend to visit you i will are. treat you right uh okay, oh, okay sorry the second, second one. question also Pretend you are Jamie Benn's model girlfriend. After seeing his hockey news cover, what tips do you give him? Well, first of all, his hockey news cover is one of the more embarrassing things I've seen in February. In f- yeah, I like, the, I like that qualifier there. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm a range of Jamie Benn embarrassment photos. No, this is just February. <laughs> it might even be a rolling month, but it's right now it's just February. It's just, it's so awkward. It's super awkward. It's super awkward. And, like, it's like you can hear his terrible, terrible death giggle. Like, <laughs> after they put the camera down and he finally could break the concentration needed to keep this face. Yeah, he's definitely, like, giggling on the inside. He's giggling on the inside. Like, it's this terrible, His eyes like, aren't growling at me. No, his eyes aren't growling. It's just his face. And you can tell he's probably not actually breaking that damn stick. He's just holding two pieces of yeah. broken stick together. And, like, look, Jamie Benn... Not actually that great of an actor. No. Not actually that good at smiling on command. No. He's one of the more awkward pancakes I've ever seen in my life. Yes. So, uh, it's real bad, and I don't know what advice I'd give him other than to, like, not not make that face ever again. Maybe, like... Practice your grising? Pa- practice your grising. That's growling with your eyes. Grising in the, yeah, thank you, thank you, Tyra you know, Banks, honest- for giving us the <laughs> vocabulary that we need to talk <laughs> no, about this. You know, I honestly, like, if I was Jamie Ben's model girlfriend, and I was like, okay, babe, you have a photo shoot coming up, you look real dumb in all pictures. <laughs> so what I want we're you- We're starting to- from the bottom. <laughs> like- we're gonna, we're gonna break it down to the bottom and then build you back up. All I want you to do is stare at a fixed point behind the camera- and think about like a math problem. I just want you to look. You don't thoughtful. think that that's gonna make him look constipated? <laughs> I just want him to look thoughtful. Like I don't even. I just don't want him to like make eye contact. Anyone? Maybe a profile. He's just gonna look stupider because he's not looking at the camera. No. It happened. Like looking off into the distance is a trick. It's a thing. It's a yeah, thing. but not if you're looking like right here. You have to be looking like up here. No, it's a thing. I promise, it's a thing. Tyra would agree with me. We'll see. We'll ask her. We'll ask her when we meet her. <laughs> what? I was gonna. I was just gonna tweet her. <laughs> oh, that's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> like tweet when, her with this picture. Like be like, can you give him exam? Can you give him direction? Tyra, we have discovered a major problem in the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows how to take a goddamn picture. Could you please help? <laughs> Can you please give them some tips? <laughs> yeah. Can- oh, <gasps> America's Next Top Model Hockey Edition. Dude. Let's do it over the summer. Yes. For real, though, I get that to look so at great. all these pictures for my, my job. 
And like every once in a while, I'm just like, close your mouth! <laughs> Jamie Ben looks like a cow chewing cut on the ice sometimes. You just like. Also, there's Come this. On, I can't remember who it was, but it was one of the Red Wings guys. And he literally, every single picture, and he's a rookie, so he only has a couple, but like there's 20 pictures of him. Mouth guard out in every single one of them. I'm like, I, why are you I'm wearing just, it? I'm just gonna make you look dumb. I am going to put this up, like, and I know he doesn't even give a shit, but like, I felt like a mom. I was like, well, would you do that in your school photo? Like, <laughs> Probably. <gasps> well, I, I feel like it's better than Jonathan Davis's game face. <laughs> I mean, come on. He looks off the distance sometimes, but he's also all like, ah. <laughs> his derp faces are pretty great. His God. derp faces, yeah, they're terrible. Okay, okay, is it my turn or question, your turn? And it is your turn. Delena asks, uh, going to my first Stargates game in March, April, who do they play well against? The Preds, Isles, or the Blues? Not necessarily win, but have a good game all around. Um, of those three, I would say the Blues. I think it depends. So, for the win, of I would... it always depends, because you have to talk for like 16 minutes to answer probably, one question. Probably. Time me. Um, if uh, I hang say, on, hang on. I'm talking no, you. No, it's going to be like three minutes. Uh, if it's going to be the Preds, I would say that's probably a win. I think the Isles will be the highest scoring game, so that might be the most fun, depending on what you like. But the Blues is probably the actual best hockey you will see. Well, I didn't even get the timer opened. Boom! Um, the, yeah, well, that's why I said the Blues. See, you came up with the same answer as me, you just took longer to get there. No, I said three different things. Because they're three different important things. Do you want to see them win? She said not necessarily win. I said, do you want to see them win? Do you want to see a lot of goals? Or do you want to see the best hockey? Because honestly, the Blues game could be really boring. The last time they played, it was really, really low events. Or one of the... Two out of the three times they played. I don't it was, think it was the last time. Not with the last time, but the two out of the three of the times, it was very, very low event hockey, and it was honestly kind of boring and frustrating. That's true. I remember that game, but it's that that's true with the Stars against a lot of teams, right? Because they, them be, against the Preds is also a boring game. Not no. Most of the time we end up the scoring. Last, the last Preds game was pretty boring. The one we went to on New Year's Eve wasn't. Ha <laughs> No. But we, yeah. So you have a better chance, I think, of yeah. getting high. I haven't of- seen them win against the Isles, though. That's a problem. Right. So I was like, you're just going to see a lot of goals against the Isles. But they're going to be. <laughs> you're going to see a lot of goals. I didn't say for the start. Yeah. You're just going to see a lot they're of gonna goals. They're going to be goals against. I would say go to the Blues game, personally. I don't know. I would probably go to the Isles game, but I know what I like. Well, yeah, but. Again, that's not necessarily going to be a Stars win. I didn't say it. I know, but, like, I don't like going to games where the Stars don't win. Well, they've only won one out of three so far against the Blues, so. True, but it was the one out of that. Okay. (laughs) So, that That, that doesn't make it 67%. Therefore, it was the fun one. (laughs) Anyway, there's your answers. Uh, Preds are the most likely win. Isles are the, probably the most likely to have a lot of goals. And the Blues is probably the actual best hockey, but it might not be high event hockey. Yeah. Boom! And that's all we've got for you this week. It is all we have. We're going to go get Thai food. We are, from our sponsor. Um, you can find me on Twitter, at Classlicity. I'm on Twitter, at Marinish. You can find our official Twitter, at Ladies. And you can email us if you have a longer question at beardiestladies at gmail.com. You can also find our official Tumblr at twobeardedladies.tumblr.com and our official blog at twobeardedladies.wordpress.com. <laughs> Bye! Bye! Fish sauce okay? <laughs> <laughs>